This podcast may contain sensitive issues such as self-harming, suicide or suicidal thoughts. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 2 of your Mental Health Matters podcast and I hope wherever you are around the world you're staying safe, you're adhering to all government rules. In this episode I caught up with our guest who will be appearing on one of my episodes in the next coming weeks and this is what he had to say. Hello there, Ben, and um, thanks for having me on the podcast. It's um, it's going to be great to hear from you, and obviously we haven't really been able to see much of each other recently, given everything that's been going on with the coronavirus, but uh, glad to see you've started the podcast. It's it's good to be here uh, speaking, if not directly to you, then at least, you know, here having my voice heard on the podcast. It's a fantastic idea. I really can't wait to see how it blossoms and develops um, over time, and hopefully it'll be a really good resource and uh, platform for people. Um I'm not really too sure exactly what to say really because I've got a quite a few ideas in mind um, of topics to cover um, but I suppose it's just all depending down on to what sort of thing you want to talk about really. Um, I mean as for me personally for those that are listening that don't know I don't actually suffer personally with sort of any mental health you know disorders or problems really. Um, now I've been obviously occasions you know same as with anyone really that you know where I may have, you know, experienced a, a short bout of um, anxiety or, you know, worry about something, but that's obviously nothing even close to resembling, you know, a full-blown genuine mental uh, illness. And I think that's one of the difficult things about it is there's quite a lot of misconceptions out there. A lot of people don't fully understand exactly what mental health uh, conditions are because you know, there is a lot of them out there. And one of the, t- the trickiest parts is they present differently in every single individual that has them and, you know, that doesn't mean to say that just because you experience or feel something in a different way to someone else that that makes you any more or less valid than them. Um, obviously, assuming that you've got a, you know, if, 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 if an official diagnosis always helps. But um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's such a tricky subject matter because there's such breadth and depth to it. Um, and uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, needless to say, it's an issue that affects a lot of people. So I'm glad you're, you're doing this. So uh, just to round off uh, for now, um, I'm just hoping that I can add something valuable and useful to the conversation here. Um, you know, um, I'll hopefully be talking quite a lot about um, some of my partner's coping mechanisms and some of my friend's coping mechanisms that they are aware of that work for them. Um, obviously, it's a very fluid thing, um, especially depending on what kind of um, you know problem or disorder you may have. Um, sometimes some of these things will work for you and other times they won't and that's something I've learned the hard way um, over the years because um, it's it's actually, now I'm thinking about it more it actually is crazy to me just how many people that I've known throughout my life that have suffered from something um, and it's not always obvious as well, that's another important point some people are a lot more open about it and want to talk about it more than others so I, I hope that those of you out there that normally don't open up about things but wish you could find that this is the perfect place for you to do so. 
you know, because some people really can struggle with opening up about their own personal problems, whether it's mental health related or not. I completely understand that, you know. I've even gone through something like that myself before. Um, and, uh, you know, it's not an easy place to be in. But hopefully things like this will exist to help you guys out with that sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah, really, um, I just, I'm just interested as well to hear what Ben has to say. Uh, thanks for doing this, Ben. Thanks for letting me talk on here as well. I'll probably be sending you a lot more messages um, as we go. But, uh, yeah, thanks uh, very much, matey. Stay safe. I'm uh, missing uh, having you in the shop and being able to talk to you face-to-face because I know that you get a lot out of that and that helps you out a lot. So, yeah, thank you very much for that. Um, hopefully all of you listening enjoy. And, uh, you know, i just like to also just give a disclaimer. I'm no expert on any of this, of course, but maybe it'll be interesting to see things from... Uh, someone else's point of view thank you so much for those kind words and i cannot wait to have you on one of the episodes discussing all about mental health and please go and check out my friend dominic he has his very own podcast it is the infernal symphony pestilence podcast and basically he just talks about the music he makes, how and why he makes it, um, you know, behind the scenes stories, heavy metal news, even preview of new tracks and philosophy. So please check out the podcast. It is great.
that was in the moment. I really, really like that song. Um, any song that I play on the podcast is royalty free and has no copyright. Um, I'm just putting that out there because obviously I don't want to get in, you know, I don't want to lose my podcast, you know, <laughs> after just starting it. Anyway, uh, I've just been doing some research, um, some ways to naturally reduce anxiety. Okay, we have, uh, let's have a look. Um, okay, we have stay active. Okay, uh, regular exercise is good for you. And well, sorry, it's good for you and your physical and emotional health. Uh, regular exercise works as well as meditation to ease anxiety. And uh, let's see, it says for some people, it's um, it's not just a short term fix. You may experience anxiety relief for hours after working out um so look alcohol okay alcohol is a natural sedative okay it is an antidepressant uh, drinking a glass of wine or a finger of whiskey when your nerves are shot may calm you at first but once the buzz is over your anxiety may return with a vengeance if you rely on alcohol to relieve anxiety instead of treating the root of the problem you may develop alcohol dependency um obviously smokers i know i have to admit i'm guilty for having the odd cigarette over the you know over the past weeks just because i can't get any stuff for my vape um we all know that it can relax you it says smokers often reach for a cigarette during stressful times like the lockdown we are in yet like drinking alcohol Taking a drag on a cigarette when you are stressed is is a quick fix that may worsen anxiety over time. Uh, researchers have shown that the earlier you start smoking in your life, the higher your risk of developing an anxiety disorder later on in life. Research also suggests nicotine and other chemicals in cigarette smoke after pathways in the brain linked to anxiety i know we all like we all like a good cup of coffee in the morning don't we um but obviously if you have chronic anxiety then caffeine is not for you because caffeine may cause nervousness and the jitters which is neither good if you suffer with anxiety uh, research has shown caffeine may cause or worsen anxiety disorders it may also cause panic attacks in people with panic disorders. And in some people, eliminating caffeine may significantly improve anxiety symptoms. Now with me, I've cut down on my caffeine. I drink more water, you know, cause to keep myself hydrated. Okay, now this is one that we are all guilty of. It says getting sleep, okay? Insomnia, which a lot of you guys out there and around the world and myself suffer from. Uh, insomnia is a common symptom of anxiety. Make your sleep a priority by only sleeping at night when you're tired. Not reading or watching television in bed. Not using your phone, tablet or computer in bed, which we are all guilty of. I put my hands up, not tossing and turning in your bed. If you can't sleep, 
get up and go to another room until you feel sleepy. Now, with me, if I can't sleep, I go for a walk. Now, obviously, I can't do that with everything going on because you can only go out once a day. And obviously, it's a lot harder when you can only go out once a day and you suffer from, you know, anxiety and agitation and frustration. You know, it's really, really difficult for everyone that, you know, that you can't just go out whenever you want to. Um, Keep, you know, avoid caffeine, you know, large meals and nicotine before bedtime. Uh, Try keeping your room dark and cool. Uh, maybe write down your worries before going to bed. So if you have a diary or a little notepad, you know, just write down how you're feeling. And try going to sleep at the same time each night. Um, meditation. I do meditation sometimes. Um, and ma- uh, the main goal of meditation is to remove chaotic thoughts from your mind and replace them with a sense of calm and mindfulness of the present of the present moment i should say meditation is known for relieving stress and anxiety research um, suggests 30 minutes of daily meditation may evaluate some anxiety symptoms and act as an antidepressant Um, obviously eat healthy whenever you can obviously low blood sugar levels um, dehydration or chemicals in processed foods such as artificial flavorings artificial colorings and preservatives you know may cause mood change in some people now i know we all like junk a bit of junk food every now and then but a high sugar diet may also impact temperament if your anxiety worsens after eating check your eating habits stay hydrated eliminate processed foods and eat a healthy diet, uh, rich in complex carbohydrates, fruits and vegetables and lean proteins. Also, like I said earlier, water is extremely good. Uh, Practice deep breathing. Now, this is what I do and I'm going to share with you. um, When you can feel an anxiety attack um, coming on, what you do, you inhale through your nose for about six to seven seconds Hold it for about four, then exhale through your mouth for about six to seven seconds. Repeat if necessarily. And this really, really works for me. Also, don't forget next month from the 18th to the 24th of May, it is the Mental Health Awareness Week. So whatever you're doing, if you're you know, collecting for the foundation or if you're doing any charity work. Um, You know, I do charity work as well. Um, You see, obviously, the mental health is, you know, very big. You know, I'm very passionate about, you know, helping people, advising people. This is why I'm doing the podcast. Obviously, though, um, I want to know the advice that I've just given you. I want to know what helps you. You know, what your coping mechanisms, I should say, uh, your, you know, you know, your exercises that you do. Now, you can email me your mental health matters at AOL.com. Find me on Facebook. That's your mental health matters. Instagram. That is your mental health matters. UK. And, it, and I'd love to hear from you. 
This is the Your Mental Health Matters podcast. And if you've just joined, welcome along wherever you are listening in the world. And I hope you are keeping well and safe. Um, I'm going to talk about a really sensitive subject. Um, Close to 800,000 people die due to suicide every year. That is 800,000 people a year. For every suicide, there are many more people who attempt suicide every year. A prior suicide attempt is the most single, most important risk factor for suicide in the general population. Suicide is the third leading cause of death in 15 to 19 year olds. Now, if you're 15, whatever age you are, please, please, if you feel, if you're having those kind of thoughts, please Please talk to someone. It's really, really important. You have no idea. But um, suicides are preventable. There are a number of measures that you can actually that can actually be taken at population or subpopulation and individual levels to prevent suicide and suicide attempts. Okay, these include. Reducing access to the means of suicide, okay, such as weapons, you know, um, medication, that sort of thing. Uh, reporting by media in a responsible way. Now, we know that some, you know, we, we have to be careful with the media. Because, yeah, um, school-based interventions um, or introducing school, sorry, introducing alcohol policies to reduce the harmful use of alcohol. Early identification, you know, treatment and care of people with mental and substance use disorders, uh, chronic pain, acute emotional distress. Training of non-specialized health workers in the assessment and management of suicidal behavior. And there's also a follow-up care for people who attempt suicide and provision of community support. But what we don't realize is it's not, you know, anyone, anyone can get those thoughts. Anyone can feel low. It's, you know, you know, whatever's going on in the world right now, it's the nurses, it's the, it's the key workers, you know, the doctors, nurses, you know, the people that are working in the supermarkets, every single one that's on the front line, they're putting their lives on and they are seeing things that, you know, I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine what everyone is going through. Now, if you know someone, you know, or if yourself, you know, you're more than welcome to message me anonymously and I can tell and tell your story. You can either get me on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash your mental health matters, my Instagram, your mental health matters UK, or you can drop me an email at your mental health matters at AOL.com. And now I think it is time for a song. Wish all the hashtags, likes and tweets will find a way to get lost. Yeah, and when I pull up to the scene, I wonder what the hell is the cost. And yeah, This is different, you're hiding certified 
song was called Get Lost. <laughs> not you. I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking about you. Welcome back to the Your Mental Health Matters podcast with me, Ben. If you've just joined us, you are so welcome wherever you are in the world. Um, I was just looking at something and it's really interesting. Um, how to look after your mental health in later life. Okay. Um, there's a statistic, he says one in five older people, you know, living in the community and two in five people living in a care home experience depression or poor mental health. Researchers show that there are five key issues that they can have an impact on the mental well-being of older people, such as discrimination, participation in meaningful activities, uh, relationships, uh, physical health and poverty it is really important that as we get older or the older generation it's really important that we look after after them and also 
how to overcome fear and anxiety. Now, the anxiety is really, you know, you have to think, you know, what makes you afraid? You know, um, lots of things make us feel afraid. Being afraid of some things like fires, you know, can keep you safe. Um, I know the fear of failure. Now, I'm that like that all the time, you know. Um, and I know there's a lot of you out there that are listening. No, that um, there's always that part of you who constantly thinks you're a failure, that you're a failure to your parents. Well, I can assure you that you are not, but that's just the mentality that we have. Where, what you're afraid of and how you act when you're afraid of something can vary per person. Just knowing what makes you afraid and why can be the first step to sorting out problems with fear. Wow. I think that's what we all need to do, especially me. Find out what our fears are, especially, I know what a lot of them are during this time, is the isolation part, you know, what's going to happen, you know, are we going to get, is our mental health going to get much worse during this time? Well, things are very difficult right now with being in isolation. Obviously, you're probably used to going out for longer but with everything you know with all the rules and the government it's now an hour for exercise and if I'm being perfectly honest for me that is not enough but we just have to try and cope as best we can um you know I've been exercising as well outside in my yard and in my garden which is really good um activities you know read a book uh, do a jigsaw puzzle it's really really important that we keep our minds occupied during this time now we all know that mental health problems are a growing public health concern as well they are prevalent not just in the uk but around the world Mental health problems are one of the main causes of the overall disease burden worldwide. Mental health and behavioural problems such as depression, anxiety and drug use are reported to be the primary drivers of disability worldwide, causing over 40 million years of disability in 20 to 29 year olds. Major depression is thought to be the second leading cause of disability disability I should say worldwide and a majority contributor to the burden of suicide and ischemic heart disease. It is estimated that one in six people in the past week experienced a common mental health problem. Now next time I will be on episode three talking about all the different mental health problems uh, such as depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, stress um things like that um i really really appreciate you listening to me i have had so much fun doing this podcast as i said this is a platform for everyone out there i want to hear your story i this is for you please get in touch with me email your mental health matters at aol.com facebook facebook.com your mental health matters or Instagram is Your Mental Health 
Matters UK. Please stay safe and please adhere to all government laws. And I will speak to you next time. Bye for now.